Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, What Love Can Do. The Army once announced the development of an ultra-sensitive radar which could spot the slightest movement behind enemy lines and even distinguish between a walking man and a walking woman. A soldier crawling on the ground two miles away could not be seen but heard, explaining how a radar operator can distinguish a woman from a man by watching the blips of his radar scope An army spokesman simply said that a woman walks differently from a man and produces a different wave on the radar. It was said that this development will provide the army with the only ground-to-ground radar which can detect moving targets at such long range as which can operate in fog or darkness. A rolling tank, truck, or jeep can be seen 10 miles away while the average distance for spotting a soldier in years past on typical battle terrain was two miles. The Army said that a walking soldier was seen 15 miles away, 
Each type of target seen by the radar produces a different sound, and experienced radar men could distinguish these sounds. Sound made by walking soldier, the whistle of a tank, the whine of a truck or jeep, the beat produced by a patrol, and the pulsating rumble indicating soldiers in marching formation. The radar set consists of a simple portable shelter which controls and scopes and a remotely placed antenna mounted inside a 5-foot bubble on top of a 25-foot pole. Job gave testimony to something more wonderful than radar for man. When his candle shined upon my head and when by his light I walked through darkness... Job also said, Does not he see my ways and count all my steps? David in the book of Psalms had something similar to say, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my sitting and my uprising. Thou understands my thought afar off. Thou compass my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. Not only does God know the way in which we walk if we are trusting Lord Jesus Christ our Savior, everyone around us should be able to detect a difference in our walk. They should know as they observe our life from day to day that we are walking with Him. Listen to this beautiful song as Lucinda Richardson sings for us, Jesus Will Still Be There. Tough. When the ride's too rough 
when you're just not sure enough. Jesus will still be there. His love will never change. Sure as a steady rain, Jesus will still be You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for a service. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for the little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45 we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. The Altoona Bible Church is pleased and excited to announce the Ball Brothers will be in concert here at the church on Saturday, December the 14th at 6 p.m. Mark your calendars now to be sure to set aside this time for a holiday concert you will not want to miss. Listen now as Jeremy Hetrick plays for us in the trumpet this wonderful song, Be Thou My Vision.
Behold, a certain young man went forth to water ski. He prepared himself by obtaining the finest and most expensive craft available, to which he affixed a sturdy, strong motor. After much deliberation, he chose a pair of the most highly recommended skis in the sporting goods section of a large store. The rope was of fine twine nylon, prepared by a skilled artisan. For as much as the skier wanted to be assured of its durability, he then consulted with himself as follows. Yet suppose with all this I should lack proper balance in my attempt to skim across the water. I must provide myself with a life preserver that I may not fall beneath the surface and thus drown. Then the skier, having reasoned so, acquired a life belt from a reputable dealer, and having made himself thus equipped, transported his gear to the shore of a nearby lake. He launched the craft, complete with its motor, into the waters, and then having attired himself in the vestments of the skier and with the rope attached to the stern of the boat, he prepared to experience the joy of his endeavors. But to his dismay, he could not get up. Try as he would, he remained on his skis, standing to his midriff in quiet waters. On the shore, many of his friends marveled among themselves, saying, What meaneth this? How is that he cannot get up? He has committed some grievous error in the purchase of his gear. But a certain man standing nearby approached them, wagging his head and saying, Not so. His equipment is of the best quality and purchased at the finest stores. Yet he lacketh one thing. He hath not a helmsman in his craft to guide it about the lake. And thus saying, he made his way to the boat, having established himself in the driver's seat, stirred the motor into action. Gracefully, the skier rode to the surface, and henceforth with great facility and to the joy of his companion, transversed the waters with ease. Is there a possibility that this parable speaks about your life? When you find yourself attired in the equipment needed to get up on the top, desire, balance, sincerity, the interest, and yet you find that you are unable to move, remember the parable of the water skier. Truly he had all the equipment that was necessary, including the advice of his friends and fellow servants. Yet lacketh one thing, a helmsman. Do you find yourself unable to get up for lack of a driver? Let the Lord Jesus Christ become the power in your life. The power is available, but the decision to make use of it is yours. Listen now as Larry Grable sings this beautiful song entitled, Day by Day. Trusting in my Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure 
gives unto each day what he deems best. Lovingly is part of pain and pleasure, mingling toil with peace and rest. Every day the Lord himself is near me with a special mercy for each hour. All my cares he fain would bear and cheer me, he whose name is Counselor and Power. The protection of his child and treasure is a charge that on himself he laid. As thy days thy strength shall be in measure, this the pledge to me he made. Help me then in every tribulation, so to trust thy promises, O Lord, that I not faith's sweet consolation offered me within thy holy word. Help me, Lord, when toil and trouble meeting, bear to take as from the Father's hand. One by one the days, the moments fleeting, till I reach the bronze. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the other sheep. John chapter 10, verse 16. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Last week, we began our study on John chapter 10, verse 16. Who are the other sheep? In John chapter 10, you have the discourse of the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The door of the good shepherd is Lord Jesus Christ. Who are the sheep? Let's read a few Bible verses to see the clear identification of the sheep. Isaiah chapter 53, verse number 6. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Psalm 79, verse 13. So we, thy people, and the sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praises to all generations. Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 and 6. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not in the way of the Gentiles, in any of the city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. First Peter 2.25 For you were sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. 
The identification of the sheep is clearly biblically established. The sheep is the nation of Israel. Well, what is the identification of the other sheep? It is commonly taught that the other sheep are Gentiles. The following words would be a common interpretation of John chapter 10, verse 16. Not of the Jewish fold, but the Gentiles. What does the word of God state? And we have to follow 2 Timothy 2.15 upon rightly dividing the word of truth. The Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry directly spoke to only two Gentiles recording the word of God. The Roman centurion Matthew chapter 8 verses 5 to 13 and the Syrophoenician woman Matthew 15 21 to 28 and Mark 7 24 to 30. And I would personally encourage you to read those biblical references. What does the Lord Jesus Christ call this Gentile woman? He does not call her a sheep but a dog. Physically speaking, if animals produce after their own kind, when or how does a dog become a sheep? Why did the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, full of love and compassion, call this Gentile woman a dog? Here's a brief summary of the discussion between the Gentile woman and the Lord Jesus Christ. This Gentile woman had approached Lord Jesus Christ because her daughter was grievously vexed with the devil. Matthew fifteen twenty three. he answered her not a word. The, the woman must have turned her attention to the disciples of the Lord, for his disciples said, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Verse 23. In verse 24, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am not sent, but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 25, once again she approached the Lord, worshiping him and saying, Lord, help me. And the Lord's response was in verse 26, it is not right to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. In verse 27, her reply was one of absolute truth. True, Lord, but the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Here's a brief illustration to further explain the words of Lord Jesus Christ to the Gentile woman in response. If you were invited to eat dinner at a friend's house, and when seated around the dining room table, you observed that the family dogs were seated at the table, and the couple's children were sitting on the floor, your reaction would be one of confusion, disbelief, maybe even horror. However, if you saw the children eating at the dining room table and the family dogs coming to eat the food that fell from the table or fell from the table to the floor, you would understand that. Mark seven twenty nine and 30. And he said to her, For this saying, not, not only what she said was of truth, but it was an establishment of faith. For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, verse 30, she found the devil gone out and her daughter laid upon the bed. This Gentile woman understood her position. This is during the earthly ministry of Christ. She understood her position as a Gentile. She was not the child. The children were the nation of Israel. She was but Hadog, the Gentiles. Her blessings were through the nation of Israel and not directly to her. And again, we're talking upon the context of Matthew 15, Mark 7, and of John chapter 10 is dealing with the earthly ministry of Christ. Now, we still have not answered the question, who are the other sheep? We know the sheep is the nation of Israel. Who are the other sheep? It's commonly interpreted that they are the Gentiles. That's not what the Word of God's going to show. 
because what we see here is this Gentile woman was called not a sheep. She was called a dog. We need to understand God's Word. We need to understand it in light of the Word of God, rightly divided. And we realize that's an exhortation to us who are believers to study, to show ourselves approved in the God, a workman who needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, rightly, rightly dividing the word of truth. Many people would say, this is what the Bible says, but are they rightly dividing the word of truth? And as we think upon this, we need to understand, if you're listening this morning, you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior. The only way of salvation, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. And what is the gift of God? Salvation, eternal life. It's not of works. It's not of or from the origin of works, lest any man should boast. You know the Lord Jesus Christ. You've never trusted Him. Trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late in your life. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.